Welcome all, it's episode 10 of Diggy's Dungeon. Week after week, we just keep coming back, we just keep scraping that bottom of the barrel, we keep on with that countdown to the disappointment. We don't care, we just keep reviewing, it's what we do. And uh, this week, it's our boy Alex starting off, so I'm going to go ahead and get him in. Hello Alex. Hello Diggy. How are you doing? Um, yeah, doing all right. It was a big week for release for me. Um, mm. A lot of emotions were, and stuff. You were looking forward to your sulgi. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just should I just get into it and I'll introduce it. We can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So today we have um, my ultimate bias in K-pop. Uh, Red Velvet's Silgi, um, with their solo debut, um, 28 Reasons. And let's see how many reasons we have to like or dislike it. I'll get it going now. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Okay, Alex, how many reasons do you have to love this song? Oh, man. 28 and maybe <laughs> a lot more. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, so... So actually, it, it did it did take me a couple days to, um, to really like this song. Um, I think I just kind of psyched myself out um, when it came out. Um, just all the stress and nervousness and stuff <laughs> um but yeah um yeah no now i i love the song and it's uh you know i think it's a good good song for for her debut um like it okay. um hmm. i i would argue it took yeah. you a couple of days for your bias to kick in and for you to indoctrinate yourself <laughs> into thinking you like this <laughs> i know that's really cruel but that's my view <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, th yeah, you th th yeah, there's a some truth in there too. Um but yeah, like I mean, I think it, it's a good it tr it shows off her vocals and her her dance skills really well. Um with just like that that kind of stripped back uh, instrumental. Um what else? Like I, I, like the just the concept. I mean, yeah, it's kind of I get, yeah, another thing that kind of um, took me some time to to grow on was like it's it's definitely like one of the darker and moodier Red Velvet concepts so far. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I'm just I'm still getting used to that because um, I, I do prefer the red side of them. But uh, yeah, I mean, just like little touches with like the you know the the good and evil thing theme that it has going on, like mm -hmm. like the first. The first um first pre-chorus it she says like um i'm i'm breaking all the rules and then in the second the second time she says i'm making all the rules oh yeah um just yeah just kind of things like that and like the the whistle in the instrumentals like you know adds like that little playful th thing to it um um, yeah, were you a um, fan of the two piece of many belts? <laughs> oh yeah, that's a oh that's a yeah great outfit. Yeah, the all the outfits were great. She looked great. Um, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Go yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I'm remarkably a lot less positive on this song. Uh, <laughs> I. I think I, I mean, I know I spoke to Swither about this because he was surprised I hated this as much as I do, but um, I think the last few years have really done a number on me because when I hear so bad and I don't care, I instinctively am like, oh, I fucking hate this. <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing those two phrases that just every song that's like even slightly adjacent to like a darker or like 
more girl crushy type concept has those phrases in it and it's just exhausting and like I'm also starting to realise that SM are heading in another direction I don't like where now every song has the like what I called Shrek tune last <laughs> last show where they use that, mm-hmm. that vocal filter they use on all the Esper stuff so everyone yeah. sounds like they're wallowing in a swamp and um <laughs> I, I can't say I'm a fan like um tell me I'm wrong but the vocal like the big flex vocal part where she's going fucking crazy like does that not just sound like every Esper vocal flex part like I her voice sounds like it's been like because of all the distortion and all the editing like it just sounds the same as when those girls go crazy and it's kind of like it's a shame because Sulky has a different tone to a lot of people and I want to hear that um yeah I, I mean I agree it like it's in um what's it called uh got the beat a step mm. back like um you know like all like the Espa members and Sulky was there and like yeah it it's def yeah it sounded similar so yeah it's there's yeah the that Espa filter you said um yeah. going on but I mean I, I I don't know I I can still I don't mind it too much I guess I'm just I I I like what what SM has going on so mm-hmm. yeah don't worry um, I mean, you're, you're definitely in the majority um I'm I don't hear many people complaining about this but it's just something that really yeah. bothers me <laughs> I, uh... yeah no, music shows though the way they did it was really weird like it like kind of pulsates and it's really weird on the ears oh okay oh is it like um like they've edited her live take or something yeah oh okay okay yeah I, I don't like when they do that <laughs> yeah it's really weird um, yeah. I just don't know what it is with SM and hating like letting their members or artists show that they're talented like <laughs> it feels like every time mm-hmm. I talk about an SM like member or, or group I'm just moaning about how they're covering up everything that's good about them <laughs> I just yeah I don't know I feel like they used to let them shine a lot and now it's like oh, cover them in filters cover them in this make a generic song like it just uh, it makes me sad because they have some really talented people in SM and it's just I want to I want to hear them. I don't want to hear the computer going crazy. Yeah, that's um, what really bothers me. But ugh. Mm-hmm. it's sad because I like Sulgi's voice, and she has a really really different voice to most singers. But do we hear it that much in this? I don't. I don't. I don't think we do. <laughs> mm. Did you um? Did you have any particular B sides you like? Because I know a lot of people were really enjoying that album. Um. Yeah, I think. Um, or sorry, to uh, back on the song. Um, the the song. Um, oh, yeah, go for it. I, I just want to say I also like the, uh, the um, like the bridge and the just like that the bridge to like the, the last chorus and the outro. I thought that was a really good, uh, like, just ending to it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, yeah. For B sides, uh, I guess the ones that stood out to me were um crown and anywhere but home uh, mm-hmm. those are my two two favorites from it yeah i think from memory swither will know this better than i will because he was playing them in the listen together channel when i popped in i think dead man running mm-hmm. sounded good for like a lot of it and then i didn't like some part of it i don't remember what bit but <laughs> there's always something to put mm-hmm. me off but uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot there if you like this style from SM, but I I'm kind of 
sick of it <laughs> personally. Uh-huh. But we know that. I mean, my bottom my bottom tier is literally named <laughs> after Esper. Like, if you emulate anything to do with Esper, <laughs> I'm gonna hate it. You know this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, it's just. I wanted. I don't. I don't buy that Sogi's this like darker type of person. I want. I wanted more of her. You know, she doesn't seem like that kind of person to me. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I guess. Hmm, yeah, I wonder if it's just part of the red velvet lore. Because um, my favorite. Word, yeah, I guess lore. she's been yeah kind of playing the darker, the darker roles and like uh, feel my rhythm and monster. Oh yeah. True. Um. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess it's just part of her, I guess people know her for, like, her duality, I guess. She's just, like, the cute side, but then she has, like, a switch and can just immediately go to, like, a, you know, the the velvet side or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I feel you. But yeah. <laughs> Chat doesn't know what to do uh, with this either. <laughs> they're all they're all the positive um, tiers that everyone's putting this in, but it's divided between all three. <laughs> so you got one vote for position mm-hmm. on the board, one for key to the city, and one for free to go. So I guess people are generally positive on it. Uh, so I'm definitely in the in the minority. But yeah, uh, I wanted more from Sulgi. I guess I think I think that's the issue. Is I have a lot of respect for most of the SM artists, and I think they're very talented, and they could do a lot. And then I just get disappointed when it comes out, and it's not that special, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's the problem. I, I guess so. Uh, that's another point too. Um, so, like in the in the in her live, she she said that she chose this song because you, you know she wanted to show her vocals and dance, and I think. Just, I guess, trying to do that might be difficult. Um, you know, it, it couldn't be like a full-out Taman type of dance thing or a performance. Yeah, true. Or, yeah, there has to be some compromise. So I guess, um, yeah, I guess that's the, I don't know, the downside to having, you know, trying to show both, both, or you know, her skills. Yeah, it would have worked if she didn't have Shrek in the producing room, but she does, so <laughs> this is where we are. <laughs> Just get Shrek out of there, and then we can start enjoying this type of thing. I just want to hear her vocals. I don't want to hear Esper's, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, I got that. Sad, sad, sad. But anyway, um, we've spoken about Sulgi a fair bit now. We'll uh, we'll shift on to your, your next topic, if that's okay with you. Sure. Um, yeah. So the next one is a uh, treasure. Uh, hello. Okay. Let's see if it's a treasure.
배 홀로 외로운 속에 어서 내게 건네줘 Tell me hello again 하지보지 멍청이 삶의 문지개를 피고 비가 떠나 너도 미지는 너란 아침의 품으로 매 순간 감정에 파도를 외롭게 잤었던 그런 나라 놈을 보내고 말해 안녕도 안녕 내 눈물아 안녕 쓸쓸함도 안녕 자 이제 뛰기 시작해 심장 Okay, what are we thinking of Treasures Hello? Yeah, this is a, a fun a fun song. Um, yeah, uh, I only listened to it a couple times this week, um, just because uh, the previous song was more on my mind. But yeah, I, I like this. It's a it's um what's it? it's got like that you know that classic kind of YG down that you know we we've heard in like big bang or winner or icon mm-hmm. um yeah just like that kind of like that big uh like outro chorus is always fun that edm drop um yeah i don't, I don't have much to say besides <laughs> that it's, yeah it's just a fun song yeah uh, all I want to know, right, is why they recorded those gang vocals for the YG party chorus from like the third floor balcony. <laughs> so, I don't know what's going on there. They sound like they're so far away. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a party that's happening like several buildings over. <laughs> it's so strange. Uh, but yeah, in general, like this song's fine. It's just like a typical as uh, as Swither was saying. It's like a 2012 like party pop smash. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just want to know this song really reminds me of a song, and I can't work out which one. Like that that um, synth line in the chorus. I don't know what it's from, but it sounds so familiar. Yeah, I think mm. maybe it's just like that's the generic kind of that's the scale they use in all of the pop EDM from back then, but. It's it's been bothering me ever since this came out. I can't work out what I'm thinking of when it plays. But uh yeah, this song's this song's absolutely fine. It's not gonna like blow anyone out of the water, but I would much prefer this than the other stuff that Treasure have been doing lately, so you know <laughs> I'll take this mm-hmm. where I can get it. 
Yeah, and I'm looking at the diner. Is that the same place as a uh, human from? <laughs> is it the Paradise it Diner? Like the same place. Oh, it's yeah. got treasure on it though this time. So it's right. <laughs> Swither will know. Swither seems to be an expert on this Paradise Diner set. I don't know why, but Swither, let us know. <laughs> Every time it's used, he's like Paradise Diner. So I don't think it's the same one, but it looks really similar. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why it's like the year huh. of the diner. Everything's in a diner this year. It's so strange. Huh. Oh, this yeah. song, this song is like super iconish to me as well. At certain points, I could have imagined right, yeah. Icon in like their earlier years, like when they were doing like Dumb and Dumber and stuff. They could have definitely made this song. Yeah, it's just it's just a standard pop EDM boy group song. And to be honest, we don't get enough of those. Everything has to be so edgy now and so like over the top sometimes you can just have a fun little party song it's not a problem yeah I agree but yeah treasure well done treasure it's not Jig Jin thank god didn't enjoy that but I don't imagine that people will be that obsessed with this song to be honest I can't imagine people being like oh yeah this is my favourite song of the year it's just fine and that seems to be what people are thinking in the in the uh, in the poll for this song we've got one key to the city one free to go and one night in the cells. <laughs> so it's kind of halfway there to being positive. It's just an okay song. I guess what do you expect when it's called Hello? It's like the most nothing title in the world. <laughs> but thank you, Treasure, for not making Jig Jin 3. Okay, Alex, you got any you got any shout outs? Got anything you're looking forward to uh, this year? Or this year, this week? Uh, I don't think anything this week, but yeah, I'd just like to shout out to, uh, or I guess encourage any listeners out there to, uh, you know, join our Discord in the community and, uh, you know, call in and talk about, represent your favorite group, you know? Yeah, and get disheartened when I'm like, that's bad, that's bad, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it's all, it's all good, though. You know, we all, it's all, it's all fun at the yeah, end of the I day. Yeah, I promise I don't bite. I just talk a lot yeah. of shit. <laughs> but yeah, we, we appreciate you, Alex. You always bring these songs that we all know I'm not going to like, but it's always fun to talk about them. <laughs> and we need someone to bring these songs, otherwise it's just an echo chamber. So thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for doing this show. Oh, no problem at all. I enjoy doing it. Yep. Okay, all right, man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later then, Alex. Yep. Bye. All right. Swither, are you ready? I might want to bring you in next. Let's go. Cooler number two. Double bill number two. The one, the only, Swither Duster. How you doing? I kiss your brother. <laughs> I don't have one. You might have some trouble there. It, it, you know, it, it, your spiritual brother, you know, like Jeff Buckley, your, your dream brother. You know? <laughs> I kiss your brother anyway. Okay, okay, cool. Go ahead, I'm, I'm not going to protest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, well, yeah, I, I still, you know, I got to talk more about Sogi. Of course. Um, yeah, so that was major. That was major. Y'all points on it were getting at something, for sure. Um the com comparison to Got the Beat, Step Back, I mean, it's not very sonically similar for the most part, other than the sort of approach to vocals and belts. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, at least she, she came with uh, 
the belts in multiple forms, you know, the belt outfit, and she belted like on step back. The the yay 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 yay, you know that that was very uh, Espa step back sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know she murdered it, and they and y- y'all touched on the different sides to her voice in it, which was a highlight. You know you got whisper sogi, you got growl sogi, you got belt sogi you got nice chili sogi you know it got a lot of uh texture it was really nice i mean dreams come true that was pretty (laughs) whoa (laughs) (laughs) you heard that part the growl i mean i did yeah uh, sure i might not have done it uh justice but uh she was growling yeah. from like three foot of mud, but you know she did it. But yeah, she uh, she uh, is also one of my faves, um, and I had too high of expectations because uh, <laughs> the teasers were, you know, there's that hunting thing that I never came through in the MV. I didn't think. You know, like some of the promo pics, she had like a rifle and was wearing like camo out in the country, and I was really excited. She also had the like, uh, you know, pouring gas on a car, and you know, some of those themes were incorporated. But um, I, I think I expected more dedication to this. Like, if they were gonna do dark, uh, devious saboteur Solgi, then I, I wanted them to go a little harder on it because the way that they approached it made me feel like this was just supposed to feel normal for Sogi when it, you know, it doesn't. I mean, the last, last thing that we had from her up close, uh, in a more uh, closer to solo context was Irene and Sogi and, you know, they did naughty. Mm. And yeah, but, but my expectations were high because of naughty essentially, because, Sogi, choreo and vocals in that are some of my favorite in this entire mm. industry. And then her, her that, features as well have been like nothing like this when it was like selfish. With was it with Moonbyo? Yeah, I think so. yeah. I'm gonna be selfish. Yeah, yeah it's like, like that one. Polar opposite to what she did. Here. <laughs> yeah, and then a uh, Wow thing. Yeah. yeah. Who? Wow, I think was great. Um. Yeah. So uh, she got some good looks off, and they. I can totally see the thinking behind a lot of the decisions they made. You know, like <laughs> starting it with the provocation after the like bass. You know, you know, you know. I kissed your brother. You know, like that made sense to me as like SM thinking about how to do a cool intro, and then. They did incorporate a whistle, which we've been talking about recently, but it was an interesting sort of counterpoint whistle where it wasn't canned into like a little clip, but it provided a counterpoint melody that was not tracking with it, but, you know, playing against it. And I thought that was nice. Um, and yeah, the progression of it, the, it, 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 as a standalone song, it's more cinematic than the music video. I mean. That, that's kind of what I was talking about. Like, I feel like 
if they had so much going on with the song, uh, I I feel like visually it didn't provide you know enough to match it necessarily. Um, there were some really cool shots and, and images and stuff. I loved having double sogi, and that was that was making me think, wow, you know, they really wish they could make Naughty Two Point because like. <laughs> You know, they, they have the stark black and white lighting back and you got two dancers, but they're like, we, well, we can't put Irene back. Okay, we can do two Sulgis. What and if it was supposed to be an Irene and Sulgi song? Possible, you know, I kiss your sister. Um, <laughs> you know, that that's maybe what the community really needed was uh, I kiss your sister sort of provocation. That's how many people have, uh, you know, understood Sogi and Irene uh, up to this point. So people, people love a queer bait, so that would work. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um. But you know, yeah, it, it, I I can see all the thinking behind it, but uh, yeah, let, like some of y'all, I do feel like some of it was kind of written past her as opposed to like about her or like encapsulating what she is to many people i don't know because like you know this sort of thing is really popular not like a like yeah a torturous teasing evil seductress you know and she's talking about you know breaking all the rules and and being evil just to just to get something out of you and that sort of thing and yeah that that's popular but yeah something about it wasn't sounding soggy to me i don't know Mm. Not that she didn't sell it, but it just doesn't fit her know. that well. Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, we talked about one of the B sides, which I was proposing should start. You know, trying to build out a subgenre here. The the one called Anywhere But Home. It has the sort of uh, uh, bass guitar rhythm and some vibe similarities with songs like. Uh, uh, Estelle's American Boy and uh, La Seraphim's Blue Flame and Blue Flame was really good but when it came out that was my main thing was like yeah this is incredibly familiar very much <laughs> I always get so confused eating. when you when you're like any Blue Flame adjacent songs because I'm like oh what the Astro song <laughs> I'm oh, always yeah. so confused because that's what I think of when it's Blue Flame Sorry, yeah, I do have girl group tunnel vision sometimes. And I forget <laughs> those uh, other stuff. But yeah, I'm, uh, Anywhere But Home has that sort of uh, groovy bassline rhythm that reminded me of those two other songs. And if anyone knows anything else that fits in that bill, please let me know. We, uh, They're all pretty good songs. We did that Classica Project song. Yeah, yeah, I got to pull that up. kind of getting there. Um, and yeah, Sogi wrote the lyrics on Dead Man Running, which I really enjoyed. Uh, she sort of bodied that one in a way that was satisfying. And like the chorus has that <laughs> sort of uh, uh, call, not call and response, but like, I don't know, chorus refrain thing. I don't know. Uh, but it was really affecting, felt satisfyingly climactic. Uh, L.A. off that album has uh, a surprise sort of, you know, uh, Ma Miami Vice uh, 
bass drop <laughs> that was unexpected for a lot of people and that was pretty cool and then the duet that i was maybe gonna do today i decided not to uh the one with uh bio um because she put out a little video for that and i thought that video was cute mm-hmm. but captain, uh captain the song was a himself. little too sorry what's that captain body odor himself mm. uh and yeah i would have t- taken that one on but it, it's a little too regular for me to feel like it's worth bringing on uh considering there was really a lot of stuff that came out this week as negative as you want to sound every time <laughs> we got we got some color we got some i'm only sounding negative because the best songs available at the moment we can't cover because there's no fucking mv summer cake please give summer cake money like right now people please <laughs> fucking dying okay. to cover these songs you know perhaps you know we've gotten this deep perhaps at this point it's best if you just uh, start uh, harassing her management to see if you can find a PayPal that you can start diverting all your funds to that would cause... that would depend on me having money Swither and that's not a thing that's really easy to come by in the UK right now yeah you know uh, love hurts you know and you know if, if you <laughs> You really love summer cake, then you might have to pick up. Might uh, have to live on the fucking street and never be able to listen to her music again. <laughs> yeah, you, you you could either start shoveling coal or speculating on cryptocurrencies or you know all of the valid ways that we have. Well, you know, you could all uh, start giving me money on here. You know, divert those funds to summer cake. You know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Now, now we're thinking. <laughs> Then we have to Where's get the anonymous sugar daddy? Know? Feet. Yes, T's right. Feet. We're going to sell feet. <laughs> uh, okay. I was yeah, Shine's feet know, can still make this happen. Nobody can say that I didn't try to show you the honorable path. <laughs> what of cryptocurrency speculation? No. Yeah, that's not honorable. honorable. What are you talking about? The honorable path. <laughs> betting on Monopoly money. <laughs> hey, hey, oh. You know, it's how many of our most powerful people. Uh, ascend and uh, you know help balloon their wealth you know and you know you could maybe I'll just maybe start an MLM <laughs> that's another idea you know, get Herbalife just, going or something yeah study Keith Rainier you know his techniques <laughs> I'm sure uh, I've heard he has a lot of great uh, verbiage and instructional material to pour over if you are <laughs> interested <laughs> um but yeah i hope summer cake puts out something as well mm. um if she those songs i'm are just great. gonna cover it without the mv i just don't care anymore yeah that'd be a, a very stimulating twitch stream you know we're just looking at the cover art but yeah. you in but there's the just corner, my big just smiling like... face in the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah blushing you know your eyes get a twinkle you know that would be that would be pretty cute yeah, um, finally get to see yeah, you happy. Been, yeah, precious. I have been listening <laughs> to that song about the water slide. A, yeah, a good down amount. my water slide. Love it. Quite like it. Um, but yeah, so I've been beating around the bush enough. Uh, I brought two songs on today myself, so I shouldn't shouldn't be taking up that sort of time. Uh, first one is from a group that I was just wrestling with the name of. Uh, so they're called Ab Six. Y'all probably know them better than I do, but 
I, I haven't paid much attention to their work. My thinking on the name is because it's stylized A, B, uh, numeral six, and then I, X, and it seems people do pronounce it ad six. They're wrong. I'm it's thinking of the name. What's that? It's A, B, six. Oh, that's how people say it? A, B, six? Yeah, it's, that's, if you read the hangle, it's A, B, six. Uh, okay. But yeah, um, it's stupid anyway. It's a dumb name. I'm not defending that, but you know. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I was trying to think of an excuse because on surface level, it does seem uh, terrible, like, uh, but Googleable. Um, but, you know, then I was thinking and I was like, okay, so, you know, board groups, girl groups, they try to find something to emphasize, uh, usually about their masculinity or femininity, mm. whichever side it is. And, you know, what's more iconic of that than like six pack abs? So we got abs six, but then they thought, oh, I can be sneaky with something here and put in a numeral six and then put in IX, IX. Yeah the roman numeral nine so then you get abs six nine you know i gotta say uh, though so. they haven't got their first i just had a look uh black six x came first so they owe everything to black six x i also just see okay, that they well. have a song called swamp of despair or something <laughs> what a name Oh my hey, god! I, mean, I need to, that, I need to get, go back over life. Black Six. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I might have to. That that touches on some of my personal experiences with swamps, so I might have to check that out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so th th this song is by Ab Six. It's called Sugar Coat, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, very fresh. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Sugar Coat. There's no gravity Call me when you 
Okay, sugar, sugar, Swither. How much are we going to sugarcoat this uh, this coverage of this song? I got <laughs> I was so ready for that, and it still got me. <laughs> so, the, uh, I like that chorus. You know, it, it's it's kind of smooth. Uh, it, it's got like a little shuffle to it that I didn't expect going into it. Uh, pretty nice. Uh, it doesn't uh, develop that much, and it does feature perhaps the most minimal uh, diner-based set, neon diner-based set that I've seen in, in a while. Um, so we got two boy groups on today already with uh, with diner sets, and this one it has me trying to draw a line between the two points and think, who can make the most minimal <laughs> diner set? You know, can we strip it down in sort of postmodern fashion until we get, you know, essentially just a physically manifested children's drawing of what a diner might be? You know, just like a triangle yeah. on top of a rectangle with a little porthole, and then <laughs> the name of the title of the song in neon. This over one's it. strange though, because it seems to be like it's like an abandoned like midnight diner that only sells sweets. It's very strange. Yeah, you know, that's kind of uh, evocative. That, uh, it, the world needs a couple of those sorts of weird things. You know, something out in, like, Marfa, Texas, that is <laughs> happens to somehow be funded to operate all night, every night, and all they sell is, like, boutique suites. That would be interesting. Yeah, I see it. I just, I just but, love the shot of him with, like, the... The like big like search flashlight looking around this shop, like he's not going to be able to find stuff by all the neon lights. It's like <laughs> such a strange choice. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, we're looking for details here. You know, the the glimmer off the surface of some of these hard candies. He he doesn't need to just know the location. Just checking if it's you know, pure, it's like you know, yeah, yeah, like uh, looking for VVS imperfections in uh, a beautiful. Uh, lollipop mm. um, but yeah you know it, it sort of just compositionally surprised me a little bit because there was a little bit of yeah movement shuffle to that chorus and the way it hit was pretty solid um, they got the Tims and Denim on I see in the current shot you know it's kind of cool yeah I wanted to talk about um, the outfits because usually I don't notice outfits in MVs but the boots what are you going to say so so Dehui has this outfit where he's wearing like swimming shorts and Wellington boots it's the strangest combo and then he's also got like a tweed-esque jacket I just I want to know what the thought process was you know it's such a strange combo 
I'm so glad in like successive episodes we've gotten uh, you talking about wellies. You know, it, yeah. it, it just feels right. Oh, you wait till uh, we get copyright strike, and I edit in Williams Wish Wellington's theme song. Something <laughs> <laughs> the please, queue. please spare it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I uh, this is not my usual call-in territory, and uh, I just want to say. It, w- it was sort of interesting to me some of the close-up face shots because you know I'm more accustomed to watching the girl group versions of this, and they are very analogous, you know. Uh, but some of the close-up shots had a very interesting energy tone. Some of them were very regular, and then like two of them, um, there was like this uh, vacant quality that. <laughs> Usually, if it's a girl group, I ascribe to, you know, this sort of thing about the male gaze and stuff and uh, people, you know, sort of putting on a vacant expression in order to uh, participate in an image or that sort of thing. But seeing the reverse, where now that I think about it, it's very much the same, uh, but reversed, uh, it just didn't strike me the same way. So it made me sort of confront some of my... uh, my thoughts about that, uh, which was interesting and, and sort of uh, instructive. <laughs> but uh, I can't really say I've yeah. ever had my internal like values and thoughts challenged by an AB6 song, but <laughs> interesting that you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it just, you know, uh, there was a moment there where, yeah, there was like a vacant expression close up shot, and I was like, wow, you know, it, it looks like he's got nothing going on in his head. And then I was like, <laughs> But what am I really thinking here? Because, you know, uh, I, I don't do the same thing in reverse because of what I just said. Um, and now that, you know, I, I think it's mostly because here, uh, any expression of, like, a guy trying to be, like, hot, <laughs> is it, it just doesn't land, you know? It's universally, like it just doesn't work it seems like and so to see someone do it uh confidently and in a platform where they're getting millions of views on it uh it, it makes me reckon with the notion that yeah the the reverse dynamic does exist it just in a you know capacity that isn't as common around me i guess yeah um but yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm sure I'm sure the guy with the extremely vacant expression does have a lot going on. But <laughs> it just struck me, and and it made made me go through a moment of, you know, thinking about why I'm responding to things in certain ways. Yeah. Um. um I want to stop sugarcoating my coverage of the song. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, okay, this is cool. Heading in like from like the start to the verse to the first chorus. And like the pre-chorus was cool, and then we got to the chorus, and I, I think this is like, um, I know Ian talks about this quite a lot, where it's just too high for them. It's just a little bit too high for them, and if it was just a little bit lower, it would sound a lot better. I mean, it's definitely they were going for the smooth uh, falsetto chorus, but and, their falsetto uh, wasn't smooth. Yeah, so, it was so like strained. Argument, perhaps in the studio they could have. Uh, gotten them to do the falsetto sections quieter and then turn turn them up in the mix yeah. because I, I, I kind of agree 
but that's a very delicate level to try and get, you know. Yeah, uh, but if you can't do it, you can't do it. You adapt the song, you know. No, I, just I, I force yourself because then it sounds like ass, like it does here in the first chorus, particularly. No, yeah, I don't think it's out of their range. I think it is down to something as as fine and granular of just like thinking about what energy you have to put in and how to uh, level it afterwards. Because mm. uh, I think had they done it slightly less uh, breathy by just doing a quieter falsetto and then mixing it higher, I think it would have probably landed a little better. Yeah, but sure. the, the the concept and the voices, uh, I don't think they're, they're incompatible. I think it is just one of those things that's sort of tricky to get right. Yeah, I just wish they got it right before they put it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, annoying because I actually quite like the backing track for this song. I think it's pretty cool. And like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. when it hits the chorus and then just after the chorus, they have those like quite minimal kind of synth little chords going on in the background. And it's, you don't hear that very often and it's really cool, but then they don't really do anything cool with it. So you just have like, we either go into like a mediocre rap or we sit there with this horrible falsetto and I don't want it. <laughs> If it wasn't for that, I would really like this song, I think. But it's just... Yeah, that chorus murders it for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, it, it it's really close on a couple of fronts to being uh, really good. Yeah. But I, I agree in a slightly lower magnitude to mm. your criticisms, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm always... Uh, <laughs> I always enjoy hearing Dehui sing as well, because he has such a weird like singing technique <laughs> compared to anybody else in K-pop. It's like all through the nose, <laughs> but not nasally. It's like, you know what I mean, right? You know which one day he is, right? Uh, he's with I, the Wellies. I'm okay, okay. He has such a strange the, voice. I'm all for the the nose singing if you can pull it off. Oh yeah, know. no, he does. Yeah, and it, it works. Sick. I just, I just always like, I always enjoy listening to his songs because. He just sounds so so like different to everybody else. Mm. So that's always good to hear that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. AB6 kind of I don't even know what to think of them anymore because when they debuted, I was like really on board because "Breathe" was an amazing song, and then ever since then it's just been like downward. <laughs> like it just keeps getting worse, and then occasionally yeah, I have like a I random mean, song that pulls me back in, and then they're just back to worse again, and it's sad. I feel like you're stuck in this dynamic of hearing one good thing from a group and then if the stuff after it isn't as good the narrative in your mind becomes going downhill as opposed to what i think is much more reasonable which is just a lot of these groups are inconsistent have inconsistent writing teams and every once in a while they'll get a heater off yeah and then they go downhill from there <laughs> where they have no downhill i mean it's just there's no narrative there really you know it's it's all these people working at a company little has probably changed the, the the hill is really just you know a sort of chance of songwriters and and uh payment yeah, but the thing you is know, that Dehui writes most of their songs so it's not even like a like a variety of different writers a lot of the time it's Dehui plus others okay but yeah i mean i i, I wouldn't say considering the previous couple of songs i heard from them i wasn't as into as this you know I feel like they just they're just trying. I I I feel like just superimposing this uh, uh, downhill going into the gutter sort of narrative is 
unnecessary. I mean, it's just nowhere near as good as Breathe was. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry. Just thinking about going downhill had me uh, thinking about Luna Chu right now. But we don't need to talk about. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's not even really that funny. It's like I, I I'm concerned about all that, but. I'm also I don't want a fake concern, you know. I'm, I'm <laughs> I, it's it's like I'm I'm appalled by what what's going on with them. I just that, that group is a fairer take on saying something's gone downhill because if you're like a couple years out from dramatic success and you're hearing that all these participants and members haven't been paid anything, then you know that starts to solidify a narrative of uh, going downhill, being mismanaged, falling off. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, they're not even on the docket. So <laughs> yeah. there's plenty of downhill something... groups we could talk about. But let me pull in T. Uh, next quarter is T. Let's get her in. I'm going to move Swither out. Okay, T. I hope you're ready. Let's get you in. Hello, T. Hello, can you hear me? Yep, I hear you fine. I'm so sorry, I didn't realise you had already started introducing the next song <laughs> at all. I realised that, I'm so sorry. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> well, well, we can re-intro, it's fine. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm just feeling a little bit sleepy, and I know it's later here than it is there, so I was hoping that would be okay. Yeah, for sure, it'll be fine. Um, how are you doing, anyway, T? Pretty good. How about you? I'm also sleepy. <laughs> yeah. It's a Sunday, and I woke up really early yeah. today, so that was fun. Oh no, did you? Yeah. I ended up watching the Japanese Grand Prix, and it was very, very bad, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, not a good, not we... a good day. I swear we were watching that at some point today, and it was pouring down with rain. Did, yeah. did it go on for all yesterday and all today? No, so it was, they started really early this morning, like I think six o'clock or something they started. I wasn't awake then. Oh. But then I woke up and then was like, oh shit, okay, GP's on. Then they did one lap, someone crashed, and, yeah. <laughs> and then they they were really, you know, FAA, which is the motorsport body, do this really fun thing where they just don't give a shit about the safety of the drivers. So they bring out mm -hmm. a recovery vehicle, which is like a big tractor that's like several tons onto the track to help take this this car off while cars are going around in the wet when there's very little control. Gosh. Yeah, and then one of them no. goes past at a reasonable speed because they, they have like a particular speed dictated to them that they can go while it's doing mm -hmm. safety car or whatever. So he went by at the speed he could and then they fucking blame him for going too fast past it with no visibility when it shouldn't fucking be on the track anyway. Sorry, I'm angry. <laughs> no, um... No, I, I get it, you're right, but we, um, I remember it was just on, I wasn't like actively watching it, but it was on at some point today, and um, just like the visibility was horrendous, you know, yeah. and they show you what it looks like to them, oh my gosh, it was you can't absolutely see awful. No, not With the spray, it's just like this wall of mist in front of you, and then the occasional flashing red light if there's a car up ahead. Yeah, awful. awful. And also... Why do they have their lights flashing red, not just solid red? Because generally, it's like, to see. but then in the like millisecond that it's flashing, not that you generally 
can't see anything so surely it would be better to just constantly red light than have it flashing on and off i think also i'm not sure if this works in wet weather but a lot of the time they have um uh they have like, like energy recovery systems on the cars where like you can put it into different modes where it harnesses more energy to get back more boost for the next lap or you can turn it into like maximum attack mode and when you're harnessing energy that back bit flashes so people can tell if you're harnessing energy and they can try right. and attack you so it might have been that then yeah that was crazy rain yeah but um yeah <laughs> i love the rain but not for driving in <laughs> i don't like it for walking in either <laughs> oh i quite like that i don't know that's okay if you've got the right stuff on yeah i don't like because i have to protect my headphones so i'm just like hood up with headphones on sucks yeah <laughs> but yeah without that it's fine anyway uh, what are you here yeah. to talk about today, T? So I'm going to talk about Peach A with Rebreath or Rebreath. Rebreath, sorry. It's got to re-breath. be Rebreath, right? I, I don't yeah, know. That's re-breath. a strange title, but here we go. Peach A, Rebreath. Yeah.
Oh, Katie, what do you think of uh, <laughs> Peach A's rebreath? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear, indeed. You know, somewhere, somewhere in a sun studio somewhere, there's like a chorus that's just been like left. Yeah. <laughs> I think they forgot to like put the somewhere. lyrics in. They, they had all the vocal stems. And they were just lost them, and they're like, "Well, fuck it, just ship it. It'll do." Oh my god! Just completely, just don't even do. Just don't even bother, guys. Just don't even do one. <laughs> Who needs a chorus these days, honestly? Yeah, they probably just looked at the rest of the song and they were like, "Look, we already fucked up the the, the rap break. Like, let's just not do a chorus. Then we can't fuck it up, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, what <Sorry>. is this? <laughs> like, I've had some like anger at some songs in some time, but this is like amateur hour. Like, what is happening here? Like, it's to me, it's it's literally to me, it's on the same level as um, Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> in terms of like, in terms of genuinely like just in terms of a song this is on like the same level and that at least had a chorus yeah um so yeah let me just read to you a little bit of background information so you can just get a feel for for this so so there was an upcoming girl group teased in 2021 called peach day oh okay so in July 2021, Peach Day revealed that they'll make their official debut as a girl group in September 2021. And then on September 7th of 2021, Peach Day revealed a music video teaser for their debut digital single, Cotton Candy. Sounds cute, right? Mm -hmm. Which was set to be released on October 14th. However, on October 13th, the group's debut was postponed due to unexpected problems with the distribution process. And then in the first half of 2022, member Narin departed from the group, leaving Peach Day as a four-member girl group. And then in May, it was announced that Peach Day had changed their name to Peach A. Um, and then in September, they revealed their debut with Rue Breath. So mm. that's what's happened. So what? <laughs> whatever... Swither's right. They're all adults. I mean, I haven't. Checked, yeah, but, yeah, but, but we, we um, wanted we wanted not just all adults. We also wanted like right? it to be made competently, which this yeah. was not. Like, don't be facetious so, like this, Swither. Come on, you know this isn't what we want. So, like, the distribution issues. I don't think that was the main issue here. To be honest, no. They've got. I mean, the girls in the group. I mean. <laughs> Go on. One of them's awful. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> awful. Which one? Uh, with the pink hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the rapper. <laughs> both, though. Yeah. Both, just really not good. Oh. And then the one that is good, they randomly like turned her microphone down really, really far too low in the bits that she was singing. Hmm. Is she the one that does the chorus bit where it sounds like yeah. they're saying sweet matcha? And what are they actually saying? I'd, a sooty something or other. Oh, right. 
I don't know what. Yeah, so I'm all for like promoting girl groups, promoting new girl groups. But there's a limit because this is just awful. <laughs> Where's the chorus? Where is the chorus? Yeah, um, you all saw my reaction, right? Where the chorus oh, came yeah, and I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> Where's the vocals? What happened? You, <laughs> you ex- like, you, it starts to happen, right? And you're like, okay, it happens all the time. Whatever yeah. you used to. And then it and just keeps it going. It happens for a few bars. I know, and then it keeps going. <laughs> and then it keeps going. It's a bar for like a small part of the chorus. And the whole bit is just like, you know, nothing. Yeah. Um, what, what happened to this earth? Cotton Candy song? Fucking release that. Clearly it would have been better than right? this. <laughs> Maybe it's a and cover of the uh, wonderful song by Woody Gochild. I can only dream <laughs> that it is. <laughs> I mean, I strongly doubt it, but as well, like, the the whole re-breath, I mean, what I thought, when I saw that was a song name, I thought, oh, that must be kind of symbolising that they're re- re-whatevering, re-branding, re-hashing themselves as yeah. it's a new, you know, thing. But it's like, I don't really know what, what It just what seems it like a less intuitive way of saying rebirth. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just call it rebirth? <laughs> and make it actually about restarting, renewing. Mm. Um... <sighs> so this is this is not good and I don't know how this could they could do something good unfortunately you know However, what's sad is I actually think the backing track's pretty alright for the most yeah, part yeah it is right? just everything on top of it is just diabolically terrible yeah really really interesting um, you know I like the MV the MV doesn't look horrendous I think yeah. it's actually filmed okay I mean it's, it's budget, but it looks like, fine. Obviously, the choreo is just like rubbish, like rotate around, pose, rotate <laughs> around, pose. But um, that's fine, whatever. The outfits are great, like fine. They don't look super cheap. So, mm. I don't know. The sets, is it a diner again? <laughs> it's always a diner. <laughs> so a menu. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what a disappointment. Like, if this is a boy group, I wouldn't care. But because it's a girl group, I'm like, come on. You're better than this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah, I've not been as confused by a song in quite a long time. <laughs> I know. It's been a while. I just... It was and also, great watching like... you just, like... It was great just watching the realisation that it was just going on and off. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and then I the just, rest coming I've in. I've never heard, a, a, like, a chorus that poorly made. Like... I know. What? Yeah. Who, these things have checks, right? Like, at no point in the process did anyone say, right? maybe we should actually mm. do something here instead of just leaving this instrumental for, like, 16 bars or whatever it was. Terrible. Uh, what are oh. they going to do on stage? Um, have there been any... Um, I'm sure Swither might know if they've actually performed it or anything. I'm sure it's only a few days old. I'd be surprised but if they had the budget what? to go on music shows based on this. True, true. That's very true. But just any other alternative because this says it's the studio version hmm. so is there another version let me um, have a look on their channel if there's anything no there's just teasers released, nothing but teasers they released three they released they released all these teaser videos so this really yeah um so yeah um 
overall not great but yeah what i was going to say is what are they going to do on stage like if they ever ever perform this say they somehow happen to now become really successful <laughs> and they're performing this on stage what are they going to do doing that chorus just stand dance. there awkwardly they'll have some kind of dance for it right i mean but they weren't doing it in this mv it's kind of just they're doing the little like hands together sway bit but I mean, it's basic choreo, but it's there, I guess. I just... Mm. Yeah, what a weird song. One of the girls really looks like uh, one of the girls from Momoland. The one with, like, long, straight, dark hair and, like, the pearl earrings. What's that? Um, uh, anyway. They're only showing rapper girl at the moment. <laughs> uh, oh, the raps yeah. were just... The raps were just as expected, Appalling. but... um, Yeah. So, sorry, girls. You know... This is just an interesting example of, you know, one of the laziest choruses of all time because it's not there isn't even one. No. So. There's one line and a, an instrumental that definitely wasn't designed to be a drop chorus. Hmm. It was designed to be an actual backing track for an actual song. Yeah. It would. It's been frustrating because this could be good if they'd actually done anything over it, but they just didn't. So. Yeah. This is, yeah, it was uh, building up quite nicely, and then, then the rap. Even, even the like, little, okay, like, then... the backing track in the chorus, when you're like, why is this so empty? The backing track's good. It just needs a melody over the top of it. Yeah. It needs mm. something. It doesn't have to be, like, amazing over the top of it, but it needs something. And there's just nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, it's so, yeah, it's just, it's just like, let's see what they do next, I guess. And, but, and um, what's also amazing is that they have so li so little going on in this song, and they still had terrible sounding vocals. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> like particularly, um, I don't know their names, but the girl with the dark hair. I don't know what was going on with what yeah. they were doing with her vocals, but it sounded bad. I know. They just totally <laughs> they put them to me. It sounded like they just put them super super like quiet, and then like randomly kind of slowly randomly then built them back up quite you loud for me it's, what it sounds like to me is that they recorded them at too high a level on the microphone and it was peaking and then they just turned down that recording as if that was going <laughs> to fix anything <laughs> so <laughs> they still sound really like harsh but they're all yeah. so quiet <laughs> yeah and then suddenly go loud yeah apart. very oh. strange but, yeah um... cable companies Look at this as what not to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a shame. Why couldn't they have had a terrible backing track to do this with instead of this one? This I could know. have been a good song. The rapping is quite like funny as well. Like it's quite. <laughs> it does make you chuckle a bit. But it's um, only because of how bad it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, feel a bit mean. I do feel a bit mean, but um, I just yeah. thought it was an interesting, interesting one, and I'm always on the hunt for groups. So this is what we got this week. Um, Pain wasn't it, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I feel mean too, but also we're just being honest. There's like, yeah. I don't know these girls. I know nothing. I knew nothing about them until you called in, and I'm just going off what they've given me and what they've given me is shit <laughs> this is not good like, you, like even can you imagine these poor girls so these girls have come in they've already had to wait like, their whole thing for yep. that probably been training and for then, years and years yeah they come in and they're like right girls you know 
you're up. Like, it's your time again. We've yeah. got a new song for you, and we're actually going to do it this time. Let us show you the song. And then they play them the song, and these these poor girls are probably just stood there like, what? No, they're probably like, like okay, so what are we doing in the what? chorus? Oh, nothing. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just probably a bit like, right. We, we you probably make you know we practice so hard and we're not even going to sing in the chorus. So you're getting the we're chorus section back to us later, to right? Much. We're going to add that in later, yeah. And then it was released. <laughs> Gosh, God, what a shame. I feel I feel for them because they've got to try yeah. and sell this every time they perform it, and it's mm. oof, rough. Yep, <laughs> very very rough. But that's not. Hopefully, something else to bring next time. Yeah, somehow this was voted free to go. <laughs> oh, really? You are you you two in the chat. You're explain. feeling very kind today. <laughs> explain yourselves. So they said it's kind of cute. Okay. Yeah, but everything apart from the backing track is bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And Alex just likes most things, I think. Yeah. He's easily pleased. Alex is more positive than us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Very much so. <laughs> oh. It sounded fine to me, <laughs> said Alex. Oh, what headphones do you have? I need to get them so I don't hear all these things anymore. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, dear. Okay, well, that's. I won't take up any more time because I know I kind of queue jumped, which is just so no, it's rude. All good. Um, no problem. But, yeah. All right. Have a lovely week and speak to you soon. Uh, you too. Thanks for bringing this. Okay. Bye. See you later. Welcome back, Swither. How are you doing? Fairly similar. But, you know, uh, first off, am, am I sounding okay again? Yeah, you sound fine. Okay. Um, yeah, y'all were a little harsh on that. You know, uh, it, it, we, we talked a couple episodes ago about, you know, how much to invest in the lyricism and how much you might imagine uh, might be beneath the surface when you listen to a song without uh, taking in the lyrics. And the consensus was generally that usually there's nothing there that really redeems and it's usually pretty fair to be able to judge the song without uh, having a good understanding of the lyrical content. But here... I don't know, we might have a good counterexample. Y'all were remarking on the uh, astonishingly empty chorus. Mm. Now, in the lyrics, uh, through Google Translate, we see some uh, interesting, interesting results. Uh, first, we get uh, a very par-for-the-course mention of one of the girl's MBTI personality types, which... Is still interesting to me. Why? What cultural trend made it so that MBTI is like the Myers Briggs test is so universally accepted, at least in Korean pop culture, as this good typing, you know, um, framework? Because I have it's a not theory. And people around here don't seem to invest much in it unless they are specific type of person themselves but what, what's your theory my theory is, is it's the same person that made blood type such a big thing because <laughs> they seem to put blood so much stock in the two things that blood types and your MBTI that that like determines who you are and what you do blood types is more cool to me I'm, I'm, it's more intriguing to me you know the idea of like 
you know that song that blady song being a blood type b girl but that just that you song know? just bangs like that's nothing to do with blood types yeah but also that, that it, it, it makes it sort of compelling in a way because it's, it's like you know that that at least is something that is tied to you and won't change your blood type yeah you know Whereas MBTI, All I need to know is know. which which idols are you know universal donors, so they can sort me out if anything goes wrong. That's all <laughs> yeah, I need to know. Find... <laughs> yeah, you gotta find which group uh, do I need uh, to hunt down when I need blood. <laughs> your 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 blood type AB positive girls, and then your blood type O negative girls. Yeah, those songs are less represented. Uh, I don't know why. Um, but yeah, it, elsewhere in the lyrics to this PHA song. Uh, I'm out of breath. Drama without a script. Hmm. Out of breath, drama without a script. So, you, you know, you lose breath and there's no script. What do you do in the chorus? Apparently nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Look, all right, this is, this is like people explaining, like, really bad gameplay with, like, lore in a game. You still could just make the lore that it was good. And then it was. Then it makes sense for it to be good, and then we're all happy, you know. Well, well you know, there, there's something to be said for subtlety. Not everything has to be, you know, so ham-fisted. You know, uh, we get other lyrics along here alone. Black Swan, don't forget me, even if you lose me. And then we get a full English drop of the phrase "eternal sunshine of your mind," which <laughs> has to be. Uh, uh, reference to the Shakespeare Eternal Sunshine Spotless Mind and therefore the, the much more popular movie Charlie Kaufman Spike Jones vehicle with uh, uh, Jim Carrey in which the themes are about forgetting and trying to erase a patch of your memory even if it might be uh, the brightest or most intense patch of your memory and what is the brightest and most intense patch of a song traditionally Well, it's the chorus when you actually do something in the chorus, but yeah, these so, days so less almost, so because they're all anti-drops or have nothing going on. So maybe it's it's trying to say to uh, uh, an estranged lover, you know, this is what it's going to be like. You could forget me, but just listen to this chorus. This is the me that you're going to hear, and then it's you're just going to hear nothing. Exactly. That's kind of deep. Kind of hurts. It lazy. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe it'd be lazier to have all the all of these lyrics pointing to something inconsistent. This is at least an artistic statement through a certain lens. Look, it's pop music. Like, we don't want an artistic statement. We want good pop music. That's uh, it. You I know, mean, I'm not yeah, looking at Peach A to like answer all the questions of the universe. When people talk about artistic statement and then they try to disambiguate it from just like good, well-made pop, it's like, well, then what do you think? That that just seems to tell me that those people don't have a regard for art in the first place because you consider once something is actually good, it's escaping the realm of art. But it's still art. So uh, if, if it achieves something, you know, the, the main thing to argue is just is it something that requires uh, support or description in order in order to uh, 
appreciate it or get it. And, you know, there's something to that. But, you know, it, good pop doesn't mean that it's just like, uh, you know, just a, a neutral labor that, that, that gets there. Some of these dumb seeming songs are still, you know, through a certain lens, very uh, coming from a not vapid place, I think, you know. Uh, what's that song by Tiara about uh, Bo Peep? Or you know, those sorts of things are the ones that make people want to say, you know, oh, this is just no artistry went into the making of this but i i want to challenge people you know investigate that investigate that uh but yeah i find so it insane that we're having this uh conversation over a peach a unfinished mess song hey you know now we have the name peach a in our minds where previously there was no name I and think it'll be out of my mind real quick, but sure. Yeah, your mind will return to being spotless. Um, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> if that's the case, then we can get into uh, my last uh, poll for today, mm -hmm. which I think kind of neatly dovetails with some of the themes we just discussed. It's, uh, it's by Miss Jung. I'm not familiar with her. Um. Yeah, I can't provide much much better intro than that. Yeah. Uh, let's see if this lives up to its title of "All Right." <laughs> it's Miss Jung's "All Right." Let's go.
Okay, Swither. <laughs> Miss Jung. All right. What did you think? This made me think. So, you know, one of the most common things that we have in uh, K-pop music videos are little shot sequences where you it seems almost unavoidable that they must have told the members of whatever group, you know, look like you're having a good time. You know, look look like you're happy. Look like you want to be here. Look like you're best friends with that member that you met a couple of weeks ago. Mm. You know, that sort of thing. And that that's one of the sources of uh, interesting melancholy that you can get from some of these music videos is uh, the where along the spectrum of forced some of those sorts of uh, expressions sit. And with this one, it was... You know, eye-opening because a lot of these scenes, I really get the genuine vibe that they sort of showed up to a bar and they're like, is everyone here cool if we film a little MV real quick? <laughs> and they're like, okay. And then they just kind of showed them a good time. You know, they came in with the cakes, little fireworks, uh, doing the dances, engaging people. And a lot of the individual shots... I'm more convinced than I almost ever am that the people being depicted are having some sort of good time. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that, that was nice. It's got that delightfully stupid synth chorus line. <laughs> you know, really, it's something that I would have really shied away from in the past but at this point I'm appreciating the beauty in, in that sort of thing um, and you know it inspires me to want to have a good time with, with people around me because you know mm. it, it, none of this is promised um, yeah. and uh, she's looking cute she's bringing great energy throughout I like some of the moves. They're fun. And uh, it, it's very focused. I think it, it really achieves what it sets out to. Um, and yeah, they, 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 there's some like uh, line delivery bits where there's some really fun color to the vocals. It's not sing singing types of type of color, but like you know, yeah, attitudinal that, that kind of, of audience participation type thing. Yeah, and and some like uh, vocal fry employed in a cool musical way. Um, 
I really enjoyed it. Among music videos that I've seen in a while, few have made me want to uh, be in them as much <laughs> as, as this. Yeah. So, Who doesn't want to go to a bar and then watch people dance in front of a screen with lots of weird tiger men dancing on it? Yeah, and, and then they, you know, they throw money yeah. or napkins. I can't really tell which one's which. They've got and, the and Wish version of Jay Park, out? you know. You know, it's a popular image, popular yeah. style. I think the guy pulls it off. But what's this car they're coming out it's of? I don't recognize it. It's a Lambo. Yeah. So see, you know. Let me check. They're doing well. They know? rented it for the day. I think it's an LP640. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's no, I, they definitely own that Aventador or totally. whatever it is. So they never played a rental fee in their lives. yeah the lifestyles of the rich and famous yeah but yeah uh, I just think that there is there's a place for for this sort of thing and I liked the execution it made me smile Mm -hmm. but uh, that's all I have to offer today Uh, I'm excited for uh, you know anyone that's into Eyes 1 should be uh, excited about the coming week because we have Cheyun's debut, solo debut and we have Umbi's comeback with what looks like almost a full album and those are on the exact same day so that's pretty exciting I like both of them a lot I like the, the plastic fang teasers that we got for Cheyun and the fact that WM has already taken to squashing plagiarism allegations over the similarities between Cheyun's upcoming debut and apparently Key's gasoline art, uh, which is only funny to be because it's uh, both of them are so unoriginal in their visuals and styling that it seems uh, sort of absurd to level any sort of plagiarist claim. But I don't think those claims were made by anybody but uh mad stands on twitter so i'm surprised that wm uh met it with a very detailed explanation Mm. Uh, and and that they did they gave like a five point uh thesis on uh exactly what they were trying to achieve with cheon apparently being a vampire that is coming out to try and get her first victim after 300 years perhaps some sort of uh, uh, figurative connection between the notion of being a vampire long in hiding and someone emerging from uh, the restrictions of a, of a pandemic sort of situation. I imagine that will probably be the case. Mm. But uh, she's great. I hope that the song is great. Yeah, and, I feel like uh, these days, uh, plagiarism allegation is just good marketing. So... Uh... <laughs> They're merely following in the footsteps of giants like Esper. And I think, didn't I Maybe. have that when they were debuting as well? I think, I might be wrong, but I think one of the other big girl groups had some plagiarism thing when they were debuting. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting some of the specifics too, but most of them have been uh, caught up in one thing or another. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely remember making some connections between the concept art of Ive before they came out but not yeah. the ones that I think they would probably end up responding to. This is um, just what you do to get buzz now. So let's hope you yeah, got that buzz. I don't know. It's been I a don't know. fucking long time since we've really heard like anything musical from her, so 
Let's hope it's good. He's from Cheon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's it been a while dance, since I was right. one. And then she was on that show. Where she was crying and... all the time, and it was just sound like a bad time. Yeah, so definitely justice for Cheon. She she has so much talent, and that that does not seem like the right, you know, right image to get her shackled to. So um, yeah, let's hope she's not so bad and that she doesn't care and all that stuff. So I'm just hoping it's good and it's not super cliche. That's all I'm asking for. You know, she feels like she gotta you know hold up the mantle with her sister. So I, I you know, she's gonna bring it. She's so got something to so. prove. Um, and uh, I just want to say, you know, uh, on the show that, you know, you did skip my Isabella Love Story recommendation the other week. And then promptly, right after that, it came out that she is one of the main writers on the title track for the upcoming La Seraphim Antifragile. So expect a little sort of uh, reggaeton a little bit of you know maybe a Rosalia sort of flavor on La Seraphim Antifragile um, there's some other promising credits on that track list as well including uh, Obi and Charlie who have done I've talked about in the past and I find them to be a powerful uh, songwriting duo power couple um, so I, I think there should be at least some some real good stuff on there I'm sure I'll hate it but we'll see See that? Uh, how are you going to go on with this this attitude? Because they just uh, don't put out stuff I like. You've seen what happens when people do. You get praised like I praise summer cake. You know, just put out good music and I'll be on board. But they just are like allergic to doing so. Okay, so it must be a great year for music. You know, we got the the summer cake releases that you're spinning constantly. You know, 2022 must be a great year. Because of one artist um, doing good things? Hey, there's a bunch of good stuff this year. There's been decent but, stuff. Um, there's just so much bad stuff. But that's always what it feels like. Because but it is now. You, like, in years gone by, it was like you'd find you liked the majority of things. Whereas now, you hate like 95% of stuff. And just hope that the last five percent is really good. Okay, I, I don't have that longitudinal of a uh, experience with following K-pop releases actively, but my instinct is to probably say that it probably is just uh, the product of you know uh, looking back and remembering the good ones, and then forgetting the things that you clicked on once, and then and never clicked on again. No. But I could be wrong. There just were less releases back then. So, because there were just as many good songs as there are now back then, there was a better ratio of good songs to bad. Oh, yeah, it's possible. I definitely can't dispute like, it. Like, look at, um, you know, Stephen used to host this podcast, his old podcast, This Week in K-Pop. Look at some of the weeks back in, like, 2013, 14 type of times. They're just stacked, like, bottom to top, amazing songs. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, I might have to dig back in the Twitch crates. Like, I might. insane weeks on that. Like, like unbelievably stacked with, like, multiple classic songs each week for, like, a whole month. And now, like, you are lucky if you get one a year. Well, yeah, I mean, it also depends what you're looking for. Like, uh, you know, the the one of the biggest releases this week was Stray Kids, and we didn't even cover that. Thank and God. that music video is doing pretty well. And uh, the music video, I'll praise a lot. I mean, it, it really, uh, they, they played with the format 
to a, a pretty great degree and it was pretty amusing uh the song like most stuff of theirs is you know just like not something that i'm gonna be playing myself but you know I, I, of note but yes you're right uh we haven't had a week with uh stacked legends for a little bit probably mm. but um let's let's try and support the making of new legends yeah summer cake future legend let's have it for real alright uh, thanks for having me on the show thanks for uh, indulging me with, with the amount of time that you have <laughs> uh, I appreciate you doing the show as always well, thank you for coming on man bye see ya alright that is where we leave it this week we rustled together a, uh, a show even if we're a little bit thin on the ground today I hope you all enjoyed it that's episode 10 out